0: Welcome to The Lisa Show. I'm Lisa Natoli. This is episode six. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the funnest place in town for healing and transformation. So I'm very grateful that we're here together. Episode six is called The Real You Emerging. So I'm going to be reading three letters today that I received from Christine, Shivani, and Phil. I love the emails. I love hearing these stories and I'm very inspired by those of you who are practicing, who are really showing up here, listening to the words that I say, taking them and using them. I talked to someone this week who has listened to every episode of the Lisa show. She loves it. And I said, have you been doing the practices? And she looked at me with this blank look and said, no. I said, why not? She said, I don't know. And I said, you didn't list your symptoms? You didn't find out what the message that they're telling you is? She said, no. I said, that's really important. It's really important that you take the time to actually practice because nothing can change until you go into your mind and find out what needs to change and then take action. It's the only way. You can just keep listening to these shows and you can think they're amazing. And what often happens is you will feel better when you listen to them. You know, when you go and see a teacher, you go to a weekend workshop, you're in that vibration and you feel better. But what you will discover is that a few hours later or a day or two later, you'll be back to your normal vibration of worry, judgment, feeling bad, low energy. And this is why I always encourage everyone to simply do the work, to get a journal, to listen to the practices, write down what's coming to you in your mind, and then take action. So today I'm going to be talking about the real you emerging. I've done several episodes on healing episode 2, episode 3, episode 4, and episode 5. And today I wanted to share some of the letters that have come in and really just inspire you to do the work, not just listen. Tomorrow, which is Friday, I'm going to be introducing in the Course in Miracles Friday morning group a 75-day holiness challenge. I'm calling it the 75-Day Christ Vision Challenge. I'm going to be teaching in the Friday morning group. We meet every Friday morning at 10.30 a.m. Eastern. These classes are live stream, so you can just go to the Teachers of God website, teachersofgod.org, and go under events and sign up and just get online it's really fun there's people from all around the world there's usually a couple hundred people online live and they're all commenting it's a really big party you can also always find the link at my website lisaanatoli.com. i'm working on a worksheet today a calendar that i'm going to be sending out to people who have registered For that Friday group tomorrow at teachersofgod.com. It's for anybody who just really wants to step in and see with Christ's vision. And I'm going to be talking about that tomorrow. I don't want to share it here on the show, but I will be sharing the full details. If you happen to be listening to this show after the Friday group, you can always catch the replay on YouTube, the YouTube Teachers of God channel, or my Lisa Natoli YouTube channel. And all of this information is at lisanatoly.com. So I thank you again for just showing up here. Today's episode is called The Real You Emerging. This is the place we begin right here and right now. And what I'd like to invite you to give yourself is a new beginning. To show up with no preconceived idea of who you are because what often happens is we wake up in the morning and we drag our entire past and history into the day. And what I ask for you to do is to show up here now with no idea of who you are. You're going to let the past go. And from this clean and holy place, you're going to make a commitment from now on to be real the real you, the light that you are. I've talked about this in the last four episodes of looking at the fear that you have of being authentically you, of expressing from that place that is real for you. And if you're experiencing sickness or symptoms, you've not been yourself. You've been hiding, you've been isolating. All you need to do is look at that. Really look within your own mind for the places where you've been hiding. And everyone does it until they can see what they've been doing. Either you've not been expressing yourself fully because of fear of criticism, fear of what other people are going to think about you or say about you, fear of losing a job or a relationship. Somewhere you've been hiding. And what happens is you set up an image that you think is acceptable in the world to others. And you live from that image. You're not being you. And at some point, there was a decision to live from the image and not from the light that you are. So all healing is nothing more than a decision to live from the real you, to come back to that child that little, innocent, holy child, and to live from that place. The most important thing that I have found is total responsibility. The recognition and acknowledgement that I am the determiner of everything that seems to happen to me. And for those of you who have done the 40-day program for transformation, you know that I'm very big on encouraging people to watch their thoughts like a hawk really watch the thoughts that you're thinking and the words that you're using and have a commitment to shift your perception, to shift what you're thinking, to shift what you're saying. So I'll give you an example. Most people just talk about their symptoms. I can't walk, I can't see, I can't breathe. I have cancer, I have a tumor, I have no energy. And that's not taking 100% responsibility. And it seems like normal language because everyone uses it. I can't walk. 100% responsibility is to recognize that there's something that you've been keeping yourself from moving forward or that there's somewhere in your life, if I can't see, there's something I've not been wanting to see. And so you come to this place where you simply own it. You own the experience that you appear to be having and you take 100% responsibility for it. You are not a victim. Everything that seems to happen to you, you asked for. And now what you're doing is you're finding out what the block is. So I've often told the story in my own life is where the disconnect from my true self started to occur. The closest I can pinpoint it is when I was in the first grade. First, second grade, third grade, I started to go into hiding. So before first grade, all I can remember is being this bright, happy, brilliant, creative, curious little wonder child. I was active. I remember not caring what people thought about me. Because you don't know about other people caring about you when you're a child. You're just being the light. You're so present. And what happens is there's a programming that begins. And for a lot of children, it happens much earlier than it happened for me. A lot of people have the programming start when they're some just born, some one years, two years old, where your parents or people around you would say, no, you can't do that. No, be quiet. No, don't do that. Like whatever it was where the fear starts to set in and you realize that you have to change your behavior, that's the point. So for me, it was when I was in the first grade, I had a very fast active mind And the teachers began to say, be quiet. And they wanted me to let the other children in the class have a chance. I just had this very fast mind. I loved learning to this day. I love learning. I love homework. I love being challenged. But I was having an experience where I was told, be quiet. And then I had an experience of being criticized and judged by my classmates. And so the fear starts to set in of caring what other people think, fear of, of what's going to happen if I express myself truly and authentically. And then I went into hiding. I went into hiding and I said, okay, I'm just going to become invisible. I'm going to do the minimal amount of work to get by. I changed my seat from the front of the classroom to the middle of the classroom. I very rarely raised my hand anymore. I I simply said, okay, I'm just going to blend in. And that's when my hearing started to go and my eyesight started to go. I just created a wall and I became very well liked. I played the game. I learned how to become popular. I learned how to people please. I learned all these tricks, but it was all part of the image. It's not the truth of what I am. And when you live like this, you're the one that suffers. You're the one that gets the effects, not other people. So it takes tremendous courage to come back to this place where you are right in this moment and to look deeply within your mind and to find out where have I not been authentic? Where am I doing things now that I don't absolutely love And I'm only doing them because I think that's how I'm supposed to show up in the world. And what this really means is that you are now choosing actively and deliberately and intentionally to look at what you have previously been avoiding. You have not been wanting to look at something because of fear And you come to this point when you really say, okay, I am done with just living this life stuck. I want to be fully alive. I want to be expressive. I want to really just feel like a child again. And you come to this place where you really are done with being afraid. I love A Course in Miracles. I love that it's a mind training. I always encourage everyone to get a copy of the book. I personally love the CE edition, which is the purple book. It just recently came out in 2017 and it's a mind training. There's workbook lessons, 365 workbook lessons. You do one lesson a day. There's 31 chapters in a text. It's a direct, simple message from Jesus the same guy that walked the earth 2000 years ago has come back to give us a message of how to release ourselves from our grievances, from our judgment, from our beliefs, how to step into a new way of being a state of mind of love and joy and gratitude. And when you live from this state of mind consistently, you change and then your life changes. So here in this moment on this day, we acknowledge a new beginning, that you come here to this place and let go of every idea that you have held about yourself. Maybe you think you're sick or you're old or you're not good enough. Whatever idea you've been holding about yourself, you say, that's enough of that. Today, I have no idea of who I am and you allow yourself to be shown because if you didn't know how old you are how old would you be you recognize you're ageless you're eternal you're changeless the light that you are doesn't have an age only you put an age on yourself only you put a limit on yourself and now you're allowing yourself to live from that place I'm going to be talking about this tomorrow in the Course of Miracle Friday morning group, living from your holiness, living from your innocence, seeing from that place. This is what Christ's vision is all about. Seeing and recognizing the love and the light that you are and living from this place, looking out from this place. So this first letter that I would like to read from you is from a woman whose name is Shivani. She's 73 years old. I wanted to read this letter, it came into my email box this week, is because I was, I posted it on my Facebook wall yesterday and I got a ton of email messages from people who read her letter and made a decision to be totally present and alive. And then after they read her letter on my Facebook wall, they went and they listened to The Lisa Show episodes and they started to do things differently so i wanted to share this with you you may have already seen it if you're on my facebook wall but i really just want to read the whole thing and i wrote her back afterwards i don't post people's last names whenever i post a letter and i i do ask permission to use the letters i have permission to use these ones i just wanted to I just want to read the second letter. I got the first letter. I'm going to read that in a moment. I wrote her back and I said, can I please use your letter? Can I share it? And I love this. She's. This is her second letter. Darling girl, Lisa, I'm so glad to hear from you. I know you are so busy, so I feel truly honored. Yes, please post away. I am ready to shine my light more out into the world. Feel free to post my name and contact info. Thank you with all my heart. I love you, Shivani Ma. So that's her her second letter. And I love that because she says, I'm really ready to shine my light more out into the world. And that's the place that you're going to come to. you're going to recognize okay i'm not going to hide anymore i'm ready to show up i'm ready to express myself i'm not going to hold back so she says dear lisa i wanted to tell you something about myself and the revelation i had this morning my name is Shivani ma i live in willow springs missouri in a spiritual contemplative community called Heart Haven, focusing on the spiritual development of women. We have a 40-acre retreat site out in the country where we teach meditation centering on the divine mother, the feminine side of God. I am a licensed massage therapist and a registered nurse. I am also a spiritual mother minister. I am 73 years old. About three and a half years ago, I happened upon two podcasts by you, Calm Down for Times When You Are Freaking Out, and Your Relationship with God. I must have listened to both of these a gazillion times in total resonance. So I decided I needed to know more about you. So I took the 40-day program for transformation and then ACIM 365-day course, And now I am on Lesson 21 on the Living in Purpose Mastery course. In this lesson, I am beginning to find out how I will use all of these teachings in my work in the world. I was practicing focusing on this as part of the lesson. I was totally clueless about how I could and would shine my light and show up in the world. At the same time, five weeks ago, you started the series of podcasts on The Lisa Show, four of which focus on healing. By the way, I truly love them and find them so inspiring. So I have been thinking a lot about healing and what it means. I have woken up in the middle of the night twice this past week, with what could be considered serious physical ailments, one night chest pain, and the other excruciating shoulder pain. I generally am blessed with amazing good health. Anyway, in both cases, I decided to try the techniques you gave and thought systems in your recent podcast. In both cases, my pain was totally gone. Last night, I ended up sharing my experience with a friend who was suffering physically at this time. I was very enthusiastic about the materials in your podcast. This morning, I woke up with a revelation. Those middle-of-the-night experiences were gifts that I was given to be able to practice healing. I can be a healer using these ideas with others that are interested in healing themselves. This is how I can extend myself in the world. I am thrilled. So thank you, Lisa Natoli, for once again changing my life and giving me direction using the profound teachings of Jesus. I love you, Lisa. By the way, I have pre-registered for the conference in Boston and I so look forward to meeting you in person on the earthly plane even though I feel I already know you well. I love you. Shivani Ma. So I love that. I love, I love that she's practicing. I love my favorite part in this letter is where she says, I am a healer. I am a healer and I recognize how I can help others. And, and that's really always been the goal that I hope to see. in everyone is where they have these revelations that they recognize these new possibilities for themselves and that they wanna show up in a new way. And first you claim them for yourself. You really say, okay, I'm going to practice these ideas. And then there's a natural extension. You feel this enthusiasm and it is this overpouring of your love that extends to other people. Though so I love it. And the Boston conference is May, 2019. It's going to be a sold out event. There's, there's actually less than 100 tickets left right now. There's only 400 spots in the whole conference. If you're interested in coming, please come to my website, lisanatoly.com, under events, or just reach out to me at lisa at lisanatoly.com. And I would just love to meet you there in Boston. It's three full days. And there's a lot of people from the 40-day program and Living in Purpose that will be there. So it's gonna be a tremendously big party. I also wanted to say I'm going to be in Denmark in May of this year, 2018, for an extremely small event. There's only 10 spots available. And then there's there'll be me and two other people there who are hosting the event. So 13 people total. So if you would like to come to that event in Denmark, I believe it's the weekend of May 19th. It's a Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Sunday 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And I'm going to be focusing the first day on healing and the second day on prayer. We're going to be going through the Song of Prayer booklet from A Course in Miracles and the second day the psychotherapy booklet from A Course in Miracles. So if you're interested in that, please send me an email, lisa at lisanatoli.com. There's only about five spots left for that one. So just check out the events page at my website. There's another event that's coming up in October, uh, another weekend retreat with myself and Bill Free, my husband, and a lot of other amazing teachers, John Mundy, David Fishman, So that's in October. So the second letter that I'd like to share is from a guy named Phil. This just came in this morning. Let me see here. Okay, here we go. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for doing the Lisa show and sharing your deep insight and challenging each one of us to identify with the Christ light and the light that we are. I live on African continent and have been doing the work. I am all in and I do notice that I often move into old patterns. The biggest realization for me has been to love myself free of these patterns by being compassionate towards self. In my old pattern, it would be blaming and shaming myself, which kept me stuck, which I used to call one step forward and 10 steps backward. I am grateful for your experience and for sharing it with us and showing me that healing is possible. I am up for the 75-day challenge. Don't know what and how, and yet I am in. Thank you, Lisa, for all that you do. Cheers, Phil. I love this. You know, I love that the message is coming across clearly. Sometimes I wonder as I do these shows and I express if people actually get about identifying with the Christ light and the light that you are, that this light isn't separate from you, and then wanting to start to work with it. And I love when people say, I'm all in, because that is what it takes. It takes an uncompromising commitment to be all in. And really what that means is just a willingness. It doesn't mean that you're gonna work hard and effort. It just simply means that you're ready to let go of your old patterns. And this very short letter here, but it so perfectly describes how in each of us it had been working in my old pattern, it would be blaming and shaming myself, which kept me stuck, which I used to call one step forward and 10 steps backward. And now you're just recognizing that You don't need to do that anymore you don't need to blame yourself or shame yourself or make yourself guilty you recognize that's just an old pattern and it has been keeping you stuck and you simply say enough of that and now it is a commitment to live from this place this new place of love and appreciation and joy and gratitude and acknowledging the light that you are Finding the blocks and the obstacles that have been hiding this light within you and having the willingness to let these blocks go, to let the image go, to let all your people pleasing go, to be yourself as that child again. And people will criticize you. People will have a judgment about you being you, but who cares? Because now you're being that child again, that curious child of wonder, of light. And you're stepping back into your creativity. And what I always express is when you look at children, everything that they do is messy. They're not trying to make things perfect. But what happens is the parent or the teacher starts to point out how the color on the coloring page is supposed to be within the lines. And the child begins to see things differently. It begins to realize that the world has expectations of how things are supposed to be done. That it's supposed to look nice. It's supposed to be clean. It's all supposed to be in the lines. And the conditioning and the program begins. And now you start having an attitude of being careful and of judging yourself, like when you start to color, and you see that the the blue crayon goes a little bit outside of the lines, you don't want to continue anymore, because now it's not perfect, and so then what happens is you want to throw that page away, and start on a new page, and be even more careful, so that you're really getting the crayon only in the lines, and that there's particular colors, like you're not supposed to make the grass red, the grass is supposed to be green and the, the flowers are supposed to be a certain color and the sun is supposed to be a certain color and the people are supposed to look a certain way. And, and so we start to live from this, this mold, this you know, <laughs> mold is a good word actually, because it's, it's, it's something that starts to really make things inside of you go bad All that light is now covered up with this mold, this image of yourself. And so it takes great courage to say, I can't live this way anymore. I have to let the real me start emerging and I'm going to let it be messy and it's going to be creative and it's going to be vibrant because my commitment is to be alive Yesterday, I, I got another fun letter from somebody who thought I died. She'd read an obituary about Lisa M. Natoli, and she was so upset. And she sent me an email, and she thought that I had died. And she she wrote, this may not reach you, but I had to check anyways. And I read this obituary, and are you, are you there? And I wrote her back, I'm here, I'm alive and well. And... And she was so happy. She wrote me back and she said when she read the obituary, she went to her husband and she said, I'm so upset, but she started to think that maybe it wasn't me because the woman's husband's name was John. And she said, Lisa's husband's name is Bill. And it it was fun for me to to kind of come back again as, you know, somebody thought I was dead and read my obituary and to give myself a second chance now to realize, oh, I'm not dead. And that's the place you come to. You, you say, oh, I'm not dead. And you really, it's a resurrection for you. It's a place where you say, okay, wow, I'm giving another second chance at life. I'm, I'm really going to show up now in a way that makes me happy. And that's your function. That's what we're told in A Course in Miracles. Your function is to be happy. And it's a function that you must find and fulfill. What makes you happy? Why are you doing things you don't want to do? Look at it. Really look at why am I living this life? Why am I stuck? What's going on here? What are the blocks? What are the obstacles? And how can I show up in a new way? Not just to think about them, but what can I change? And it's been such a fun process for me over the years to really look at what's the image that I was trying to project out into the world. I used to wear high heels. I don't even know why. I I can't stand wearing high heels. And I remember coming to this place where I thought I just want to be comfortable. I don't want to wear these clothes that I think people will like. I wanna be so comfortable. And now I wear jeans all the time. If you see me, I'm mostly wearing jeans. I used to wear dresses and mini skirts and I used to just spend a lot of time on my hair and makeup. And I remember one time Greta, my friend, who I often talk about was looking at me and she was so close to my face. She was as close as one could possibly be to another and she was looking right at me and she was looking at my entire face she wasn't just looking at my eyes and she said I wish I could see you I wish I could see what you really look like without that mask and after that I stopped wearing all the makeup I was wearing this very thick mask of foundation and cover-up and And that's that point when you recognize, okay, where am I hiding? Where am I putting on an image to be acceptable and loved and liked and appreciated in the world? And you just come to this place where you say, that's enough of that. Kids don't do that. Little kids don't do that. They just show up. They wake up in the morning and they want to go outside and play until they're told that they can't. And so now we're coming back to our true self, our authentic nature. And it's very playful. It's very joyful. It's extremely creative. It's curious. It's attaching yourself again to that wonder and that enthusiasm of a child. So this third letter I'd like to read is from a woman named Christine. I'm not going to say her last name even though she said I could use her full name but she has children and it's a very personal letter. So I'm feeling only to say her first name and I just love this kind of trust and boldness and she gives a great prayer here in this letter and she has this just great question that she asks in every situation so one of the reasons I love this letter particularly Is because so often in this spiritual work people have an idea of what a miracle looks like like somehow they have an idea of how things are supposed to turn out and it's a happy ending and everything just works out according to the script and in this particular woman's life everything fell apart and yet in the middle of it all She found that peace, she found that clarity and she found her joy and her happiness and I love that. So she writes, Hi Lisa, I found your work or it found me at a crucial time in my journey. I'm not certain that anyone would believe what has transpired for me since beginning the 40 day program and beyond. So she's in the living and purpose program right now and ACIM 365 also suffice it to say that my life bears no resemblance to how it looked prior to the 40 day i knew that a course in miracles would matter greatly to me when i stumbled upon a copy of it in a doctor's office almost 30 years ago i flirted with it for most of these 30 years but it never took hold until i serendipitously came upon your teachers of god facebook page it was the title that most intrigued me when i saw it i said to myself this is who i am a teacher of god and i want to become more fully so i committed fully to the 40 days ended my marriage sold a home bought another home both children decided to live with their father in another state and on and on and on. In many ways were it a dramatic movie, the worst sort of losses. But with each one, I asked, what miracle is being revealed here? I love it. I just got chills up and down my body because this is incredible. You know, it's Everything's falling apart. The worst sort of losses. both of your children decide to live with their father in another state. But with each of these situations, she was asking what miracle is being revealed here? And then I trusted that I'd be shown. In many ways, so much of the drama has been diminished and what is left in its wake is a true, pure, beautiful partnership with God. And here's the prayer. I love this. She says, I say God at my back. I feel God's rock solid support. Jesus at my heart. I feel an incredible softening and expansion of my heart and the Holy Spirit in, around, and beside me like a soft wind and at times a protective cloak. This is how I walk forward now, and it's all quite beautiful, raw, vulnerable, clear, expansive, generative, and magical. Six months ago, I never would have imagined what's transpired nor how I'd navigate it. Lisa, I'm so grateful for your existence, for your willingness to be an open vessel for this healing, for being an incredible teacher of God, I love so very much The Lisa Show. Thank you. Holy Spirit is finding powerful expression through you. What a gift. She's also coming to Boston. So she'll be there next Boston ACIM conference in 2019. So like I said, it's going to be a party. And there's so much about this letter that I absolutely love. Is somebody doing the work. And over the years... To this day, actually, it's it's interesting for me to watch my own mind still have a resistance about using the word God. And I know that might sound completely unbelievable to you because I do use the word God and I do use the word Christ and Holy Spirit and Jesus. But over the years, I still try to find ways that maybe it will not use that language so it reaches more people you know using words like energy and universe so what i love is that so many people now are really just claiming the word god this is i'm going to be talking about this tomorrow in the friday morning group these holiness lessons and a course in miracles of identifying with your holiness because in your holiness is the power of god In your holiness, the power of God is made manifest. In your holiness, the power of God is made available. And there is nothing the power of God cannot do. And this is how Jesus was healing 2,000 years ago and how he's encouraging us now, claim that power of God and use it. And what he said 2,000 years ago is, I go unto the Father and greater things will you do than I did because now we're joined with Jesus. We're joined in that one power now. And so the miracles are even greater than they were 2,000 years ago. But he was always using the power of God to heal. He would say, it is not I, but the Father within. He doeth the works. And the Father within is the light that you are. This is the power of God. This is the love of God. This is the peace of God. And you start acknowledging and becoming one with this power and you do nothing by yourself anymore. Our entire lives have been doing everything by ourselves. We thought we were bodies. We thought we were separate from God. We thought we were separate from others. And that's how sickness occurs. And now we're claiming again our innocence, our holiness, our wholeness. And we're allowing that light to lead. We're allowing ourselves to acknowledge that light. And I love what Christine says. She said that she's now having a true, pure, beautiful partnership with God. I say God at my back. I feel God's rock. Solid support. Jesus at my heart. I feel an incredible softening and expansion of my heart. And the Holy Spirit in around and beside me like a soft wind and at times a protective cloak this is how I walk forward now so I thank you Christine I so look forward to seeing you in Boston and I'm so grateful for you and for everyone here with the willingness to shine your light out into the world so Everything's available to you. It's now up to you. It's up to you to find the blocks and the obstacles to the awareness of love's presence and make a decision to be real, to be authentic. This work requires trust because you cannot see the presence of God with your physical eyes. One of my favorite prayers is the one in A Course in Miracles. It says, you stand before me and beside me in the place I see myself and everywhere I go. And that's what Christine was expressing. She's saying, God beside me, before me, behind me, God's got my back, God goes before me, the Holy Spirit within, the Holy Spirit extends forward, the light goes out. And I'm receiving a lot of letters from people who are practicing this idea of acknowledging the light and sending it out from you before you go anywhere. You just let it go out from when you're in your bed in the morning, just let the light go into the kitchen. Let it go out onto the road when you get in your car to touch all the other drivers on the road, to touch all the people in your home. Just let it go out before you leave for work. Just let this light go out and touch every person who you work with. Now let it extend out into the whole world. Let it go to every country, to every heart, to every mind. Because you have this power. And in this sense, you stop thinking about your own little problems now. You Can't be thinking about two things at once. You can only be thinking of one thing at a time. And so now it's a decision to focus on the holiness, on the innocence, on the love, on the light, and extending this peace as your only function. So I'm just going to close here with this. This, I, I found this because of Christine. I opened up the book. This whole idea of God surrounding me. God's got my back. God's behind me. God's before me. And this one is from... Workbook lesson 40. This is in the review lessons, which are just short little paragraphs. I am blessed as a son of God. Herein lies my claim to all good and only good. I am blessed as a son of God. All good things are mine because God intended them for me. I cannot suffer any loss or deprivation or pain because of who I am. My Father supports me, protects me, and directs me in all things. His care for me is infinite and is with me forever. I am eternally blessed as his Son. Amen so i thank you for being here for listening for having a willingness to show up in a new way for having a willingness to be bold for having a willingness to color outside of the lines for having a willingness to take these steps and to really just be expressive you know you don't you don't want to get to the end of your life and realize you never lived you want to live And this is your chance now. And so I honor you. I give thanks for you. I love you with all my heart. If you love what you hear here, please share it with your friends. Send them a link. You are a healer. You can heal others. The light has come.